Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. And as usual, we'd like to take a moment to thank James Arnold Taylor, yes, the James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi from The Clone Wars, for recording our amazing intros. Thank you so much, James. Everybody head over to his social media and give him a follow, a like, a reblog, whatever it is you want to do, and show that Jedi some love. We love you, James. Thank you. So today, a very fun topic. Unless you are looking inside your own wallet. (laughs) The topic of collectibles, namely lightsabers. Yeah, we have a burgeoning collection, both of us. Like, I I think I wrote in our our website that we have enough collectibles to fill a small museum. (laughs) Star Wars, specifically Star Wars collectibles, but lots of collectibles. It's gross, but beautiful all at the same time. (laughs) And we know we're not the only ones out there. We know there is at least at least one person listening who can say, oh, yeah, I I definitely bought something that I totally didn't need, but totally love and totally am so happy that I have it now, (laughs) which is me with just about everything. (laughs) Same. Well, and I also I always I always qualify it as supporting small businesses Yes. And I always justify it to myself that way. So it's, that makes me feel good when I think about it as like supporting an artist or a small business owner. That is great. But my wallet is definitely getting squeezed. But the I don't The smallest care. artist of them all is the wallet. And we're not supporting it. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have a Darth Vader wallet. So I, I guess you too. could say. Yay. <laughs> I forgot. I have a Loungefly Darth Vader. It's a dark side wallet. So it's like Vader and the Emperor and Vader's lightsaber. It's great. Yes. And my Loungefly Darth Vader wallet is his chest belt breathing apparatus. That's right. Which it's awesome. It's always it's always so much fun when you whip that thing out and if somebody knows they know and they're like, "Oh my god. That is such a cool." It's like, "Yeah. Okay, you're cool because you get it." You, you get know. it. <laughs> yes. So Star Wars is yeah. an instant bonding experience. As soon as someone's like, it is. "Oh, you like Star Wars?" and then you're friends for life. And not only that, but like to your point about small businesses and and smaller artists or, you know, not everything we own comes from Disney. So Mm -hmm. we do spread the love around. At least you and I do. Um, There are some seriously, seriously talented individuals out there, whether they be artists or craftsmen or man, just go on Etsy. You know, I know the amount of art, the pins. The, you know, just the things you can get. And then, of course, you and I have a special story because we went to Saberforge, who is a small business that makes lightsabers. And I'm telling you, high quality lightsabers and their shop is badass. And that was that was an experience. I loved going there with you. It was almost exactly two years ago today yeah. that we were there. <laughs> Which is nuts to think about. But yeah, we, we totally we decided to take a just a a mini vacation just a weekend away just to like get away from life and we were in portland and we said well we gotta go it's just down the road (laughs) i remember when i i texted you and i was like 
I want to go to this lightsaber store. I've wanted to go there a long time. Would you meet me in Portland? <laughs> the answer was yes. It was so, <laughs> such a fun trip. And it it's really such, was. It, like you said, the showroom is freaking amazing. It really is. It, you go in there and it's kind of like, oh. Yeah. Because they have them all lined up. They have all the blades on. They're all in the different colors. And they make those. They I know. They, these individuals make this stuff. It's really cool to see. They have a cool shop. The quality is just mind-blowing. And b- by the way, not sponsored. They did not ask us to get on here and say this. We're, <laughs> no. just, we're just talking about collectibles and talking about the fact that we totally geeked out when we went into Saberforge. So shout out Saberforge, but they're not sponsoring this at all. No. So. If they would like to sponsor us, we would love to be a representative for them. But no, hey, we just Saberforge. love them <laughs> yeah, nudge, nudge. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't just do saber lightsabers. They do holocrons. They do blasters. They do helmets. What else do they do? They do like gameplay, like tabletop dice. And they also do, I actually went on their website a little while ago to look. They have like cosplay stuff. I was going to say. Like leather belts, like Jedi belts. They have bracers that go on your wrists. Um, like your whole forearm, basically. A bracer covers your forearm. And then they have pouches. Don't tempt me. I know. I was like, I don't even cosplay. And I kind of want one of these bracer sets. I Seriously, I'm such a sucker for bracers and van braces. Like, mm-hmm. I think they should come back in style. <laughs> People haven't worn them since the Middle Ages, but come on. <laughs> well, if you go to San Diego Comic-Con, they're just co- as common as, you know, a pair of sneakers. But <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I would fit right in. But not everybody can get there. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You personally have quite a collection of lightsabers. I'm pretty envious. You have some amazing ones. Well, it's an, it's an, it's, you would think, knowing me, that the first lightsaber I'd ever have would be like Anakin's, right? Anakin slash Luke slash Ray's. But (laughs) it was actually Darth Vader's and it was a gift. So... Um, it's the Force FX lightsaber, and it's hanging up on my ceiling right above where I'm recording, but directly in front of me, <laughs> not to be left out, Anakin's apprentice, Ahsoka, I have her Clone Wars from Galaxy's Edge, which I was actually just at Galaxy's Edge. It was my first trip back to reality since, you know, the whole pandemic and everything, and went back down to Galaxy's Edge with a dear, dear friend of mine, and went in there expecting to see them and they were gone and they kind of switch out their their stock Mm -hmm. and change it up and so i'm really glad that my friend bought me these when he saw them and he was there in person and he he called me and said do you want these i know you want them i said i want them get them i will venue them venmo you the money right now which i did (laughs) and they're really cool they changed from her clone wars colors over to her after she after she leaves, I guess you could say her rebels. Uh, season seven, Clone Wars. Yeah, the ones that Anakin gives back to her, right? It's, it's yes. season seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And so you can change them. It's really cool. Um, That's awesome that it has the double, the different colors. I know it, you have. That, the, it's like slightly shorter, right? There's like a Shoto blade. Yeah. So the episodes so they're precisely to what you would see in the Clone Wars. One's shorter. One is much longer. Uh, one has the little, uh, oh, what would you call them? I'm not great with mechanics, but it's got the two little <laughs> nubbies on the one, and the other one's pretty, 
It doesn't have any nubbies. <laughs> Lightsaber <laughs> nubbies. Song. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then I just recently acquired the limited edition Leia lightsaber with the reforged Anakin slash Luke slash Ray lightsaber that came in the box that sings to you. <laughs> That's the funny. box. For those who don't know, you open the box and the force theme song plays and it brought tears to my eyes and it's displayed over there with Leia's up front and center because since I saw the Rise of Skywalker, I wanted her lightsaber. That is the Leia that I always dreamt and wanted was like Jedi Leia. Mm-hmm. And it's so pretty. It's so different. It's got that orangey gold bronzy color to it, just unlike anything. So, Well, I saw somebody opening it on Instagram and I texted you and I was like, do you know there's a hidden piece? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Need to your foam. <laughs> I did <laughs> not. Like, I see. If you pull that giant hunk of foam out, there's like an, another. Um, I don't know if it's an emitter, but it's you take the top off, right, and it lets yeah, you screw so the blade in. Yes, which I'm not. I'm actually not putting blades with those. Yeah, but um, the ones I have blades for are the Ahsoka, the Darth Vader, and then of course the one that I built for myself at Galaxy's Edge, where you go into like the shop and you put one together, mm. and it's very. It's made of like wood and metal and it's got scroll work and the blade itself is green. So I chose the green kyber crystal, but I'm very partial to gold, a gold blade. So you can also get extra kyber crystals if you want to change the color. So I got a gold one to go with it too. So that's the end of my collection of I need to stop. So what do you have? Six? One, two, three, four, five, six. That's gross. Yeah, I have six. (laughs) And I know, you know, there's people out there going, amateurs they only have six get out of here <laughs> i only have one and i've been like yeah, but drooling you, over two more that i really 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 want you have the only one you need the only one anyone needs <laughs> it was very expensive i actually had to save up a lot of money for it it was almost four it was over four hundred dollars i think with tax totally worth it it totally was worth, worth it. every came, penny mm-hmm. came from saber forge but whose is it it's luke's it's of course it's Luke's, but of course it's Luke's. They can't say that on the website because it's you know copyright right. infringement. So it is the Prodigal's Son that is the uh, version that I own, and it has. I opted for I you know what I can't remember what level it is, but it's the the tier because you can buy just the blade, you can buy the blade with sound effects, and then you can buy the blade with like multiple sound effects that you can switch out, like you can actually upload more to them, mm-hmm. and I get the middle one so. It makes all the beautiful sound effects. I love it with my whole heart. It. And it has three different three different sound fonts. So there's like a Jedi, a gray Jedi, and a Sith mm. sound effect font. Did I not there. know this? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You have to like press and hold through the oh, different menus. Oh, I didn't menus. know this. Yeah. It's, it's so, and each sound, you know, Ooh. one sounds like Luke's. One sounds very like nervous and antsy, like a, yes. like a Sith like uncertain not uncertain but like erratic disjointed yeah disconnected yes exactly <laughs> it's great i actually brought it out at thanksgiving <laughs> to show my yes. whole family and like yes. my, my little cousins and even my uncle were like this is so cool <laughs> it, it's my pride and joy there's confusion out in the universe um luke has two lightsabers yes but In my opinion, Luke has his lightsaber and was inherited his father's. So when I think of Luke's lightsaber, I think of the one he constructed. It has the green kyber crystal. It is the one he uses in Return of the Jedi and every point after that. 
that's Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, I agree. I, feel I don't. The same way. I don't count the blue lightsaber that he receives in A New Hope as his lightsaber. Yes, he inherited it. Yes, it was passed down. But Anakin forged it. So mm-hmm. there's this whole thing about like it belongs to the Jedi who built it. Correct. I mean, it can be passed down within the family, but. Yeah, I think it's kind of like Harry Potter where the wand picks the wizard. Yes. It's like the kyber crystal and the Jedi have to have a bond. And like yes. you could use someone else's lightsaber, but it won't completely respond to you because it's not tied to your life force, so to speak, in the same yeah. sense. So, yes. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at the colors of lightsabers and how they kind of correspond back to the person who uses them, there's the blue for like the, what is it? Like the protector, the battle, the the battle ready, the -hmm. the defenders. Mm -hmm. That makes sense for like Anakin and Obi-Wan because they were in the New Republic or the New Republic. They were in the Republic. They were fighting for something. It made sense, right? And then when Luke forges his, it's green, which is more about the use of the force as opposed to like, your use of the lightsaber itself mm-hmm. in combat. Luke was in as in tune with the Force as, as anyone, basically. Right. A massive talent and was able to wield it unlike any, but it showed the green corresponded to that. So I kind of, I kind of, now, sure, you could say back in the 70s and 80s, all they had were green and blue <laughs> and they had to, they, they messed with it because of the colors in the movie. Yeah, but come on, give us, give us this, like little, fantasy of like green means this and blue means that yeah we know the cinematics of it we get it but still i mean the green in legend stands for a consular jedi it's like a person who'd rather negotiate than Correct. fight but doesn't mean that they're not good at fighting <laughs> it's just that they would they would rather do the negotiating it says here Peace through force when necessary, which defines Luke, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. They prefer negotiation, but have strong force abilities, obviously. So, of course, Luke, Yoda, Qui-Gon, all the green users. Makes sense. Yeah. And blue is justice and protection, which totally goes with Obi-Wan and Anakin all the way. I know, but I have had people say, like, obviously, Obi-Wan's nickname is the negotiator. So why... Very true. ...wouldn't he have a green lightsaber... In canon, the Kyber changed colors once it bonded with the Jedi. Yes. And in Legends, the Jedi picked a Kyber crystal. Yeah. And usually, the according to Wikipedia, the most common colors available were green and blue. So, like, my argument is either way, either the Force thought Obi-Wan should be blue or Obi-Wan thought he should be blue. So it's how he saw himself, not necessarily how we see him. That well, be... he was a protector. He was a big-time protector. Mm-hmm. Think of the Ryloth. The, the, the Ryloth <laughs> arc. We'll go back to this again. Yes. Obi-Wan was a huge protector. He protected Luke for how many years? Yeah. You know, he protected Anakin out of... From everything. Either by... <laughs> for everything. And my God, if he had the chance, if he'd have been afforded the ability, he would have protected good old Qui-Gon there right in, at, at the end of his life. That's kind of interesting to think about, though. Obi-Wan. Yeah, he's a conundrum with this stuff. I think it's that's part of what makes it fun to like kind of... I think lightsaber colors are fun. If you can like get past the part where like the actors picked their colors. Sure, yeah. Like Samuel well, L. Jackson what do you mean? Like, wanted purple, yeah, that's what I was so thinking. he got purple. 
I mean, it fits though. Come on. <laughs> it really does. Uh, a badass move on his part. Well, it kind of makes sense because if you mix red and blue, you get purple, don't you, in the color wheel? So he's yes. a little bit... Like, it's a little bit of this. he's the only one who uses Form 7, which is like Vapod, Varpod, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It's like the aggressive version of lightsaber combat. So he's a little bit Sith, a little bit Jedi. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. And you could you could make the argument for Legends with Mara Jade. She had purple. She was also a conundrum mm-hmm. of light and dark. Um, yeah. Or she, she had issues, but... <laughs> she had a I'll temper. just leave it at that, but... She she was conflicted. Um, yeah. Was she the emperor's hand? Isn't that what she was yeah, called? Yeah, 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 yeah. That would cause some purple, I think. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and purple's my favorite color, but I wouldn't choose it as my blade color. I would choose gold or yellow or whatever. Gold would suit you. It's a, would, Isn't gold a sentinel? It is, yeah. It's for, um. it's kind of like espionage. Mm-hmm. You know, you seek and destroy. Cue Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm a huge Metallica fan, so it kind of works. That's awesome. <laughs> if I showed up to a battle, I would come in to seek and destroy, and then I just ignite my saber. Like, oh here my we go. God. <laughs> this is your theme song. <laughs> Move over, so John we'll Williams. End... We've got Metallica. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh my God, that's awesome. I think mine would be green. That I just it fits you. It fits me the best. Hundred percent. I'm drawn yep. to it. And green is one of my favorite colors anyway. It just, it all works out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you would be Luke's apprentice had you had the chance. So, yeah. yeah you would I think be so. gravitated to Luke. To Luke? Um, Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I meant gravitated towards green cover crystals, but I mean, I would have gravitated one. towards Luke also. It's all good. <laughs> Jeez. I really like, I get. I totally get Luke and I get Qui-Gon. Like, they just really make sense mm-hmm. to me. Movie version of Qui-Gon. The book versions I don't like as much. Well, but... your, your, your story version of Qui-Gon is my favorite version of Qui-Gon. It is quintessential. <laughs> everything I've ever wanted in a character, Qui-Gon Jinn. Your, your character. Your Thank version you. of that. Yeah, it's excellent. I appreciate Sorry, that. Sorry, I'm not trying to plug my... Dearest friend's stories, but goddamn, they're good. Go read them. Um, <laughs> she does a hell of a Qui-Gon, let me tell you. Thank you. I actually hear that a lot. People are like, I, your version of Qui-Gon is the one I wish was real. Well, and it's, I think unfortunately, we don't not, get enough of him. Well, and he's not an asshole. No. <laughs> he's he's kind of a jerk in some of the books. He's not very nice sometimes. No, I mean, there's a part of him that can get real petty. I could see that. I could For see sure. that. But shit. <laughs> I just I think I told you recently, I rewatched Phantom Menace semi recently, and he's so like caring and loving towards mm-hmm. little Anakin. He'll like squat down mm-hmm. and put his hand on his shoulder and like yeah. be affectionate and kind. So like to take that and and like compare it to some of the versions of him in the book where he's short tempered and not affectionate to Obi Wan, it's just like it's like two different people. It doesn't make sense to me, but Yeah, I don't I don't get that from that's, at all. that's just my own little personal grudge. <laughs> <laughs> we all have these things. Listen, yeah. you're talking to someone who apologizes constantly for Anakin's behavior. So <laughs> it's just, please. <laughs> Everything is safe here. <laughs> so other than lightsabers, Saber Forge does other stuff too. And when we went in there, I found myself with mouth open in surprise that they had 
holocrons. And oh, I'm holding mine holding up. holding it. It looks so beautiful. I'm holding my holocron up. <laughs> I have a Jedi holocron and a Sith holocron from them. And they are absolutely beautiful pieces of work. I love them. I could not leave without getting them. They actually call them datacrons on their website. Yes. Again, for right. copyright reasons. But they we all know what they are. We all know what it is. So they, okay, so the, obviously the Jedi one is a cube and it's got some see-through, uh, like, it's like glass, but it's hard plastic. We'll put um, a picture up on our website. Definitely. Uh, so you can see what it looks like. Yeah, it's really fun to see in the light, um, but it comes with an LED base. It's an RGB LED light base and a remote. And so without knowing that it came with the base, I was already sold. But then um, the person who was working at the shop at the time put it on the clear base and turned it on and the light illuminated it and it was amazing. Like beautiful touch, right? And I believe they also have a base that has a magnet and it floats so it can float and spin. And they were out of those. Otherwise I would have purchased that as well. But the color, the RGB color base is really cool. So amazing. um, And really good, like, craftsmanship. They're really beautiful. Yeah, hard, sturdy, you know, hefty. And the people at the shop are super friendly and helpful. Their their showroom is closed right now for COVID-19, but when they reopen, they were really helpful to both you and me picking out all our stuff. Yes, and they actually um, went for the things they didn't have in stock that we wanted. They had showroom pieces. So you could touch it, feel it, you know, get a a grasp of what you wanted to buy. But if they were out, they make them right there, and they shipped them to us. And it was great. I mean, the customer service was great. That's what I was going to ask you. Um, the lightsabers, you don't walk out of the store with them. They, like, custom make them for you. So um, I didn't know that. I was trying to figure out how I was going to get it home on the plane. And they're like, oh, no, we're right. going to ship it to you. So I don't remember. With the Holocron, did you get that shipped to you or did you get them right then and there? I walked out with the Sith and they shipped me the Jedi because they were out of the Jedi at the time. That's right. So they made it for me. Shipped it to me. It was great. Um, the website's great, too. Now they have the ability, if they're out of stock on something, you just put your email address in, and it emails you when they've restocked something. Because stuff goes which is really helpful. fast. Yeah, It's really po- yes. They have a ton of products, and they just sell out nonstop because mm-hmm. they're such good quality. It's hard to keep them in stock. And they just started doing um, something called crystal sabers now where you can pop out part of the inside so you can like extend the saber and the or the kyber crystal is visible so you can see the like crystal core that powers it it's hiding like it hides inside the base but then you can extend it out so you can also see it so it's really cool i think that's really cool that's a cool feature it's really cool they're so creative uh, on top of being like they have the standard saber hilts that we all want like luke and kylo ren and Mm -hmm. all the usuals but then they have originals too that they came up with like they have like a rapier i think oh yeah it's really cool it's like a a french sword basically it's amazing Um, i saw it on their website i didn't I don't think they were making it when we were there which i would have loved to have held that just to see what it was like but how cool how creative like it's so it doesn't have to fit you know, the mold of Star Wars, they, I mean, it should be fun, right? Expand. Exactly. Be creative. And they have, they have different tiers too. Like you can get their, you don't have to go for like the most expensive ones. So they have like the, I think it's an Eco, they have Shoto, they have Apprentice and those are all like Mm -hmm. the less expensive. I think the Shoto and Apprentice might have smooth hilts because all these- I think they're shorter. 
too. The, the shotos are shorter, and the the apprentice ones they're all made like combat ready air quotes combat ready but those have smooth hilts so you can actually like grab them and like have lightsaber fights with your friends mine that i own is um the elite level and it has you would cut your hands up if you tried to fight with it (laughs) the um the switch box on there is so sharp i have actually cut myself on it because it's real metal it's no plastic on this at all it's all it weighs a ton it's super sturdy and like you can hit it against stuff and it will not break but it would cut your hand up if you didn't have like a glove it it begs the question why (laughs) jedi why 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 do they actually (laughs) how (laughs) it makes you because like some of those designs right how are they even twirlable? I mean, they're totally not made for what they ended up doing. Maybe you just have to have the force, right? Well, I don't know. And like, I've heard people arguing that the reason blades in like real sword sword fighting can twirl is because the blade is very heavy. You need the like heft oh, yes. to actually get the momentum to spin it. And because right. this is how much people think about this, lightsabers <laughs> are plasma. They have no weight. So you couldn't actually do the spinning and all there the flipping you that you do in, in Jedi combat. So it's just like, but also it's fiction. It's a movie. Let's That's it. dispel belief for a little bit. That's it. That's it. This is all, we're, we're trying to have fun here. Yeah, can we all just calm the hell down? Let, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the episode, folks. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Most things Kenobi. Calm the hell down. (laughs) We're out. (laughs) Have I lost you? It's the funniest fucking thing I've heard in a long ass time. (laughs) Well, my God, collectibles sure are fun. They sure are expensive. Oh, yeah. And we have so many we didn't even get to we'll have to do episodes for a couple other kinds of items well we definitely have to talk about art and oh yeah i mean we can't even talk about art without talking about the art that was made for our podcast that's true that was a piece of art that i commissioned from uh, monica.art on instagram and she is incredible she's super talented really easy to work with and like the skill level and the meticulous detail on the art is just mind-blowing to me. She does stippling. She'll do color in there if you want to. She asked me if I wanted some, and I didn't. I just wanted the black and white. Go follow her. If she has open Beautiful commissions, work. I highly recommend it. It's totally worth it. I remember when you first showed me that piece, and you said, it's here, it's finally here, I got it. And I saw it, I said, you gotta be, you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> somebody, somebody drew, like, it's so good. Like, It's perfect. And thank you for letting it be the face, I guess, of yeah. Most Things Kenobi, the podcast. She's been really generous about it and letting us kind of use it as our cover art, so to speak. And I can't sing her praises enough. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Monica. Your artwork thank is you, incredible. Monica. She does great Batman stuff, too. I'm a huge Batman, Batman fanatic, and she does really nice Batman work. And uh, honestly, I haven't seen anything that was wasn't incredible everything she does right. is just beautiful and she does she has a really good bucky <gasps> i think i've sent it to you it's him with the mask 
Oh, it's super nice. <laughs> is his arm visible? I think so. <laughs> okay, so Lauren is the um, DC Comics fan. I happen to be the Marvel Comics fan. And like my other favorites, I fall for the good guy turned bad guy turned good guy again that also owns a metal arm. So, of course, I am a... <laughs> Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier fan. I find him fascinating. I find his mind fascinating. And I find his metal arm sexy. So I will have to check out Monica's work after this show. I will send it to you. I'll send you a link. Please it's do. freaking amazing. You're very Please consistent, do. my dear. Yes, I know. I have a theme. I get it. <laughs> but like my mother said, some people like metal arms. Some people like big noses. Whatever. <laughs> I said, okay. We're good. <laughs> Whatever you're into, yeah. you're into. Well, we're nice and balanced here. You with Marvel and me with DC. Surely, yes. Well, you've been very kind to tolerate all the Dick Grayson artwork I send your way. <laughs> tolerate? It's wonderful. Please. He's got some... I like hair. You know, his great hair. Yeah. Oh, he's and... got great hair. Obi-Wan's he's got, got great, great hair. hair. So yeah, consistent. Obi-Wan. <laughs> These these Jedi men in their hair. What the hell? I know they got better hair than I do. <laughs> it's the Force. It yeah, really is. It helps. <laughs> All I have is pomade, and they have the Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're so full of one-liners in this episode. <laughs> So last week we asked the viewers, what was your favorite Luke Skywalker moment? And we received an answer from a dear friend named Derek, who said that his favorite Luke Skywalker moment has to be when he is flying the X-Wing and blows up the Death Star. I mean, that's a great moment, right? Iconic. Iconic, right? And so Derek goes on to say, it's such an iconic and game-changing moment in the series. I always remember as a kid seeing the old Star Tours promos at Disney that showed you taking the same flight Luke did, and I so badly wanted to go on that ride. It took until I was in grad school to make it to Disney for the first time, and when I finally got to hop aboard that Star Speeder 3000, I was so thrilled to live out that incredible scene in the film. Derek, thank you so much for your response. We agree. It's an iconic moment. It's a wonderful moment, and that's so cool. You got to live it out at Disney. Seriously, that's amazing. Dream come true. <laughs> Dream come true. So our question for our wonderful listeners this week is, if you had a lightsaber, what color kyber crystal would you have or do you think would choose you? I know my answer would definitely be gold, um, followed closely by green. <laughs> yeah, mine would be definitely green for sure. Mm-hmm. Or purple. I like purple, but green suits Purple's me better, nice. but I do like the color purple. <laughs> Judging by your spirit, you you would have green, I believe. Yeah, and gold suits you as well. Thanks. So that's it for us today. Uh, please join us next week. We have a really fun topic next week. We're going to talk about what makes a perfect Jedi. If there is such a thing, which I think there is. But it's going to be a deep conversation. There's going to be a lot of layers to this one. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun to kind of, I think we're going to dig a little bit into the Jedi code. and Yeah, and what characteristics do we want in our perfect Jedi? And is there a perfect Jedi already out there? Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. 
For your one-stop shop, you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Thank you.